Welcome back to The Ron Show for Thursday, December 1st, 2022. Just blows my mind that I'm saying that. <laughs> Thanks for listening on the America One Radio app and at AmericaOneRadio.com. I am your host, Ron Roberts. New poll out, Emerson College polling, and uh, in conjunction with TheHill.com. Anyway, this poll was released this morning, found that 49% of very likely voters, very likely voters, said they would back Raphael Warnock, compared to 47% who said that they would vote for Herschel Walker. There is a 4% out there that said they were undecided. And of course, uh, this polling falls within the margin of error, effectively tying the two candidates, according to a report from TheHill.com. Drilling down a little bit deeper, though, when undecided voters were asked which candidate they were leaning toward, according to TheHill.com, support for Warnock increased to 51%, while Walker support rose to 49%. Uh, Continuing to read here, but when respondents were asked who they expected would win the Georgia Senate runoff, regardless of whom they supported, a wider gap emerged. 57% said they expected Warnock to prevail, compared to 43% who said that Walker would. Could it be because he has policy takes like this? Put up a wall. A wall do work. Wall working around your house. When you got a wall around your house, people don't. They have. A, they can get in, but you know what? They get in. It'll be hard to get out. Cause I got a dog that. Well, my dog really won't bite, but he put it bad anyway. But anyway, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, maybe it's because 57% of those who ask know that Herschel's not fit for the job and really have questions about his policy substance grasp. And you know who else does? Reporters. Reporters like Emma Hurt, who uh, she writes for Axios. She tweets this last night. New rule at Herschel Walker events. Journalists can't get within 20 feet of Walker afterwards. It would seem this is to prevent journalists from shouting questions. Because Walker hasn't had a presser for nearly two months, press has been left with no other choice. Listen to the CNN reporter who's covering the Herschel Walker campaign complaining about the lack of access. Allison, I think what is more troubling uh, than this uh, really is the inaccessibility of the candidate. Herschel Walker is running for, for high office here, right? The upper chamber of Congress. And we can't even really ask him any substantive policy questions. He has not taken questions from the media in more than a month. I tried to, to do so this week at a campaign event uh, with no success. And so, yes, there are these residency questions. He should answer for those. But he should also uh, have to uh, speak on a number of policy matters uh, as well. For instance, my colleague Diane Gallagher I was able to ask Senator Warnock this week about Title 42. He has taken different positions on that. Maybe not a question that Senator Warnock would love to get, but at least we were able to ask him that question. We have not been able to do the same with Herschel Walker. Well, I can imagine why he doesn't want to take questions. When you have revelations like the new one that hit today, this from the DailyBeast.com, a former longtime girlfriend of Republican senatorial candidate Herschel Walker has come forward to detail a violent episode with the football store, who she believes is, quote, unstable and has, quote, little to no control over his mental health when he is not in treatment. And he says he's not in treatment. The woman, Dallas resident Cheryl Parsa, oh, we get a name on this one, described an intimate and tumultuous five-year relationship with Walker in the 2000s, beginning shortly after his divorce and continuing for a year after the publication of his 2008 memoir about his struggle with disassociative identity disorder once known as multiple personality disorder. Parsa, according to the dailybeast.com, 
who has composed a book-length manuscript about her relationship with Walker, says she is speaking out because she is disturbed by Walker's behavior on the campaign trail, which she claims exhibits telltale flare-ups of the disorder she tried to help him manage for half a decade. He's a pathological liar, absolutely, but it's more than that, Parsa, who last regular contact with Walker in 2019, told the Daily Beast. He knows how to manipulate his disease in order to manipulate people, while at times being simultaneously completely out of control. She said that when she was with Walker, he used his diagnosis as an, quote, alibi to, quote, justify lying, cheating, and ultimately destroying families. Continuing from the Daily Beast article, Para provided a detailed account of a 2005 incident that turned violent after she caught Walker with another woman at his Dallas condo. She said Walker grew enraged, put his hands on her chest and neck, and swung his fist at her. I thought he was going to beat me, she recalled, and fled in fear. Parsa is now one of five women who were romantically involved with Walker who spoke to the Daily Beast for this article. All of them described a habit of lying and infidelity, including one woman who claimed she had an affair with Walker while he was married in the 1990s. All five women said they were willing to speak to expose the behavior of the man they now see running for Senate. The Daily Beast sent a Walker campaign spokesperson detailed questions for this article. The spokesperson declined to comment. Okay, I'm going to give you just a little bit more of this article because I want to point out something that comes out in this piece. Parsa said that at Walker's request, she attended several sessions with his therapist, Dr. Jerry Mangadze, beginning in 2005. Mangadze, a controversial Dallas-based conversion therapist and self-identifying DID specialist with a PhD in counselor education, began treating Walker after he left the NFL in 1997 and checked himself into a California behavioral hospital. According to Parsa, this is a few paragraphs down, Mangadzi and Walker seem to work like a team, playing off each other, with Walker leaning on his diagnosis, and Mangadzi allegedly casting her in a savior role as, quote, the only person who could get through to Walker. Parsa told the Daily Beast, Jerry told me that he had treated dozens of people with DID, that's uh, Dissociative Identity Disorder, but that Herschel's was the worst case I'd ever seen. He said that the only thing worse than having DID is Herschel Walker having DID. That's Parsa talking to the Daily Beast. Uh, Dr. Mangadzi, by the way, did not speak to the Daily Beast, of course, citing patient, uh, doctor-patient confidentiality, though he has previously spoken to the press about Walker's violent behavior in his office. Mangadzi did not deny Parsa's claims about their own private interactions. Now, I can imagine Herschel Walker doesn't want to take questions from reporters. Mr. Walker, do you have any comment about the most recent allegation from your ex-girlfriend who claims that you suffered from disassociative identity disorder and that, according to her, your doctor says the only thing more dangerous than somebody who has DID is Herschel Walker having DID. Do you wish to make a statement? Mr. Walker, do you wish to follow up on your claim that you were going to file a lawsuit against the first accuser who said that you paid for her abortion? Mr. Walker, did you want to follow up and respond to the second abortion accuser who wants to meet you face-to-face to discuss this with you? Mr. Walker, would you like to clarify if you are a Texas resident or a Georgia resident? And if you're a Georgia resident, will you be giving back the homestead exemption you enjoyed while living in Texas? Mr. Walker, you claimed you were going to be paying back rent and fees for the Columbia Towers residents who were in danger of being evicted. Have you followed through on that? And those are the easy questions for him because he knows the answers to those. Policy questions? Oh, no. Keep those reporters away. (laughs) 
More Ron Show after this on the America One Radio app and at americaoneradio.com.